It's a poor clearance by Heaton. Mane's Liverpool in. are in. It's Mo Salah. Oh, he took too long, but Firmino is there to score Liverpool's third goal in front of the cop. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. Um, back to winning ways against Burnley. Um, we, we took our chances better in this game than we had in the in the previous couple of games that we played. So it was a it was the right result, the result Liverpool needed, particularly after City beating Watford yesterday. Um, so we needed the win to keep up this title race and, and we, we achieved that. Uh, it didn't really start off uh, in the best way. Um, we went behind from a goal from direct from a corner, actually. Uh, you don't see that very often uh, in you know in modern football, but I think definitely there was a foul uh, by Tarkovsky on Allison in the uh, with the corner. Um, I think the referee uh, completely missed it. Um, what I didn't understand was why Liverpool didn't have a player in front of Allison protecting him from from that. Um, so I think that was a slight mistake on on our part. But nevertheless, it was a foul on Allison, and the goal. Um, should have been ruled out. Um, goals like that from 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 next season onwards, um, you would you would hope would be ruled out uh, through VAR. But um, as we've seen over the past couple of weeks, uh, particularly with the United game in the Champions League, that VAR still has a long way to go. Um, and if I, if I take this incident with the the Liverpool game, uh, was it clear and obvious that Alisson was fouled? You know, some some people might say yes. Some people might just say it's pressure. Um, and these are the kind of situations where I'm not sure how VAR will handle it, um, which is why I always think, um, rather than having this kind of team elsewhere checking decisions, I think the only way, the only decisions that should go to VAR are ones that the referee says he is unsure about. So if the referee sees something or a goal goes in and he goes, I'm not sure, that's when then he then runs over to the side and checks his little screen or the fourth official checks the screen. I don't like this thing about this team in another location looking at clips. I think that's kind of just... Um, I, they're not in the game, so they don't, they don't understand the, the feeling, the momentum, the, the energy of the game. And I think that has a role to play in some of the decisions that are made. So I think um, without going into a whole kind of conversation of VAR, I'm not 100% sure that VAR would have even um, you know disallowed the goal uh, that Burnley scored against Liverpool today. So, um, yeah, it, well, we went behind. Um, it wasn't the perfect start. It was feeling a bit nervy, um, but, you know, nothing changed for Liverpool. We still needed to score. We knew we needed to score in this game because having not scored in the last couple of games. So um, it was great for, for us to get back into the game kind of as quickly as we did. I think it's something about between 10 and 15 minutes was the was the gap between when Burnley scored and then when Firmino tapped in and that kind of really settles us and I think it showed I think it kind of demonstrated to the players that if with one or two good passes we could open up the Burnley defence and throughout the rest of the game I think we continue to do that. Uh, the second goal was then scored later in the half by Mane. It was a kind of bit of poor defending uh, from Burnley's side, but great closing down from Adam Lallana. Uh, I want to touch a bit more on Adam Lallana later on uh, in this episode, but he was fantastic. Um, I think he was many people's man of the match, but he closed the ball down. Um, it fell to kind of Salah in the box, but he was tackled really, really well by a Burnley defender. And then Mane instinctively kind of just curled the ball into the far corner. It was a great goal, um, great instinct by, by Sadio Mane. And what we've seen from him for the past, you know, couple of months... Um, so we went into we went into halftime two one up, and that really I think helped settle the nerves. Um, in the second half, we came out a little bit nervy at the beginning, but then we very much settled in, 
and um, kind of controlled the uh, controlled the play. Um, we were helped out again by another Burnley mistake. Um, Tom Heaton kind of just scuffed his his goal kick. Mo Salah was bearing down on goal. Um, Mo Salah, he didn't he obviously didn't finish the he didn't finish the um, his effort, and he he's been showing this kind of rust or this kind of just lack of confidence in finishing over the past couple of games, and it cost us last week against Everton. Uh, but luckily this time it didn't cost us. The ball kind of broke to to Firmino and he kind of slotted into an open net for his uh, for a second goal and he he debuted an interesting new celebration which I'm sure will make its way to FIFA um, sometime soon. Um, but then after that, the kind of we did control the game relatively well. They did get a, a goal in the 91st minute, I think. It was kind of just a bit of pinball in the box um, and they managed to get a strike away. And I think this was probably one of the games where Alisson was was uh, most frustrated both with the you know the first goal and just conceding the second goal which was a bit of a you know it was a goal we shouldn't have conceded um and one that uh you know I'm sure we can definitely stop other teams scoring against us um but you know that you thought that <laughs> that might set up a nervy few minutes I never thought the um the result was in doubt uh and it was definitely made clear by uh, Sadio Mane in the final minute, rounding the goalkeeper and uh, slotting into an open goal for a brace for, for himself too. Um, and again, I want to talk a bit, a bit more about Sadio Mane a little later. But um, yeah, a 4-2, a 4-2 win, uh, back to winning ways, right? At the moment, that's the minimum requirement. Uh, and that's all we need to be doing, particularly in the league. The, the first player, as I mentioned, I, I really want to kind of call out and praise uh, was Adam Lallana. Um, now, some of the interviews from before the game, um, Klopp mentioned that Lana has been performing incredibly well in training, and Klopp has rewarded him with a with a place in the starting lineup. Um, and he really, you know, he repaid the faith that Klopp showed in him. He was he was fantastic throughout the game. Um, he was kind of playing that role, making the runs, uh, making the passes that I think we've actually been missing over the last couple of weeks. And he provided a different level of of energy into the midfield. Um, as you as you saw with kind of Mane's first goal when it was Lalana's closing down, which caused the the issue in Burnley's defence. Um, but on top of that, and kind of his work rate, which he always kind of runs around like a um, you know like a headless chicken for for however long he's on the pitch for, which is why you rarely see Adam Lalana play ninety. Um, he he made really intelligent runs. He made runs that our midfielders don't necessarily make. So when we play the likes of Fabinho, Wijnaldum and Henderson, for example, Lalana makes very different runs and picks up very, very different positions to those three. Um, and I thought that gave us uh, a little little bit more of an edge, um, which opened up space, I think, for the front three uh, to, you know, to do their thing. Um, so he had a fantastic game. Um, it's good to see him back into the team. Good to see him in a starting lineup, and um, I hope kind of Klopp keeps the midfield a bit consistent. I think over the past couple of games we've seen the midfield a bit chopping and changing with Henderson in sometimes, Henderson out, Wijnaldum in sometimes, Wijnaldum out, uh, Fabinho in sometimes, Fabinho out, Cater not really playing, Shakiri not really playing. Um, I hope that Klopp kind of settles on a on a midfield three over the next couple of weeks, um, particularly as we face. <clears throat> our two kind of toughest games um, Chelsea and Tottenham in the league and obviously the Champions League as well so um, hopefully Lallana can be part of that um, I guess one not criticism but the, the, the kind of thing you see about Lallana is that he, he does run around like a madman for like the 70 minutes he's on and I feel like he 
that's kind of how Liverpool used to play a season ago, two seasons ago. Um, but I think he just needs to learn to control that uh, and kind of learn when to do it, when not to do it, so that he minimises the risk of him getting injured. He kind of maximises the time he's playing on the pitch, making good runs, and he's got the energy to to burst into the box when you know when when the opportunity arises. So um, yeah, it was great to see Adam Lallana back. Obviously, everyone knows his quality, knows what he's good at, um, and we've really needed a creative midfielder over the past couple of weeks. So hopefully Adam Lallana can come in and play that role for us uh, for a significant period of time, or at least until the end of the season. Um, but yeah, so, so Adam Lallana was fantastic. And another play that was fantastic, and I think I think people were split 50-50 between uh, Adam Lallana or Sadio Mane to be man of the match. Um, for me, Sadio Mane has become our, our seller of last season. If you look back throughout... Uh, honestly, since the turn of the year, Sadio Mane has been the player that has <laughs> has almost kept us in this title race. The games where we've you know, kind of drawn one all, or we've drawn, or we've you know kind of um, scraped through and won, he's been the scorer. While while Salah's been misfiring, Firmino hasn't really been scoring that much. The midfield hasn't been contributing. It's been Sadio Mane who has kind of basically carried us. Um, honestly, and I think if if we do go on to win the title, I honestly think it will be because of Sadio Mane's performances over the last six to eight weeks. Um, and, and if he has a down form, I hope some of the other, I hope some of the other front three, uh, another other players picked it up because he's been he's been incredibly immense for us. Um, he's still sometimes frustrating to watch, but when he's finishing chances and he's scoring as many goals as he as he does, it's hard to criticise him. Um, so it was another fantastic performance from from Mane, and I hope to see him, you know, score more goals over the, more goals over the next coming weeks because he's still got more in him, and uh, I think he's a shoe in for for Premier League top scorer. I think everyone else is kind of faltering a bit. Um, Salah's, I think, not top anymore. I think Aubameyang's gone ahead of him. Um, obviously, Harry Kane's back, but no one, I think, at the moment in the league, other than maybe Sergio Aguero, is scoring as consistently as Sadio Mane. Um, so get him in your fantasy team if he's not already in your fantasy team. But as we as we do as we end with uh, with all episodes, uh, the shout out to Klopp um, for for this episode is what we need to realise. I think is that for the next eight games now for the rest of the season, it doesn't matter about the performance. It doesn't matter about how we play. It's all just about getting the result. Um, whether we pass the ball well, don't pass the ball well, you know, whatever, the the message that I think Klopp should get should get out to the players and get the players to understand is that there will be times where it's nervy and we won't be able to play our football either because the opposition is you know playing really well and we can't play, or we are just being we're just kind of nervous and 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 are not playing to our potential. But that's okay because that's you know understandable based on the situation we're in having not won the league and you know for for nearly 30 years um but that is the i think the message that Klopp needs to get to the players is that we need to win we need to win dirty and that is it um if we play well that's a bonus um but the wins themselves win the wins themselves will help with our momentum um and ensure that we keep on winning as we go through the next couple of weeks both both in the premier league and hopefully in the champions league beyond the Bayern munich game so next up in the premier league for liverpool is fulham uh man city have got an fa cup game 
I believe, next weekend. Uh, so they won't be playing in the Premier League. So it's an opportunity for us to leapfrog Man City uh, before they next play again in the Premier League, which is an opportunity I think we definitely need to take. Uh, so we're playing Fulham away at Craven Cottage. Uh, Fulham are a team are in deep, deep trouble. Um, but when they came to Anfield, they defended pretty well, actually. And uh, we had to we had to um, fight really hard to, to beat them. Um, they've got good good players. Mitrovic, I'm a big fan of. Um, so it will be a tough game. They're fighting for their lives. Uh, so I wouldn't expect them to, to roll over. I think it'll be a tough game. But again, one I fully expect us to win, particularly uh, because we've been so good against the teams in the bottom half of the table this season, which has been different from past seasons. But um, looking forward to that game next weekend. That's a Sunday game. Also, um, yeah, hoping we can win, uh, take away a positive result, go ahead of City and, and put the pressure back on them. So um, looking forward to that game. And thank you guys for listening. And I'll catch you again on a review of the Fulham game.